Welcome to Elephants in the Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Here are your hosts, Joe and Kendall. So, Elephants in the Room, we're, we're sticking with that definitely. That's, that's, a, that's a given. Well, unless you remember the name that we came up with last semester, um, yeah, I think so. You know, I, I was perfectly content with calling the show the, the Joe and Kendall show. I mean, that would be easy peasy. You know, the only matter of business we'd have to decide was, uh, you know, who got to be Joe and who has to be Kendall. <laughs> that is that is a good point. Uh, and while we're on that, we might as well interest, uh, introduce ourselves. So, uh, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Joe Calazzi. I am here joined with my special co-host, Kendall Hamilton. That's me. <laughs> we are we are very happy to have you on uh, our our new show. Uh, I guess it's called uh, Elephants in the Room, where uh, we, in fact, are the elephants, um, and it appears to be that we're we're in a room, um, a studio, even. Yes, sir. So uh, typically, I think what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna bring you the news, what's popping, what's happening. Um, in a current event format. Uh, hopefully I, we can get you um, informed, uh, perhaps with a special guest on. Uh, today, unfortunately, we don't have one as uh, neither Kendall or I have made any friends yet. Um, so we have no no, no special guests. Only I think you could consider me and you the special guests of this week because true. we have yet to be on before this point. That's a fair point. So, you know, congratulations to uh, <laughs> myself and yourself for being the first special guests. Um, indeed, indeed. But so what's what's yeah. happening this week, Joe? Well, uh, we've got a lot happening this week. Uh, we've got uh, sort of a continuation of uh, many such uh, events going on around the uh, Martha's Vineyard scandal. Have you heard of that? I have. I have. Now tell me, is it an actual vineyard? Do they grow any grapes? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I, I think that it's, it's highly populated with uh, white liberal women. Um, and the Obamas, right? Obamas I'll, are from Martha's Vineyard I, as I well. I would imagine so, and you know, a lot of a lot of my, wine moms there, a lot of aunts. You know, a lot of them are probably going to be uh, drinking a lot of that, uh, you know, very expensive aged wine. That's it's going to have to, from an economically feasible standpoint, require some sort of uh, a vineyard, if you will, um, perhaps run by Martha, even. Could be, could be. Yes, I definitely see them as more on the. The consumption side of the the vineyard, not so much production. So, um, true. But anyways, tell me tell me what's going on with that, Joe. We've got well, obviously, you know, we've got uh, our evil evil governor in in Florida, DeSantis. He is uh, flying these uh, two planefuls, I hear, of uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, completely against their will. Uh, very sad stuff. Flying them into Martha's Vineyard and. You know, I, I don't know if they were promised to get some sort of uh, compensation for that, some sort of uh, Martha's Vineyard uh, special specialty wine. A voucher. A voucher, perhaps, yeah, uh, to be flown in there. But uh, it appears that uh, they have they have not, and uh, perhaps this is where some of the controversy stems. I That's possible. That's possible. I just find it uh, quite amusing. This, this story happened, uh, unfolded, what, a little over a week ago? Um, and from, from day one, when DeSantis said, I'm, I'm filling these planes with, with some illegal immigrants and I'm sending them up to Martha Vineyard since, since these, these leftists talk so much about how they're sanctuary cities and how open we want to be. And immediately the conservative response was like, oh, well, they're going to freak out. They're going to be hypocrites. And the funniest thing was within a day, that's exactly what happened. No, it's funny. They, they loved them so much that, you know, they, they realized they, they couldn't stay. 
and uh, they had to kick him out as as quickly as possible. You know, it's funny with the sort of the immigrant. I, I guess that's what this all alludes to the the massive immigration crisis that's going on in these uh, southern states, and uh, they're having a hard time securing federal funding. I mean, did you see how much we're we're sending to Ukraine? I think uh, the Fed just came out yesterday and saying that we're they're finalizing like twelve point one billion in addition to you know foreign aid to a conflict that we should have probably nothing to do with but <laughs> what was it that trump asked for for the wall like six six billion i think and oh, they wouldn't they wouldn't even absurd. give him that that's too much yeah but so, 40 billion no something like 40 billion plus an additional 12 <laughs> no that's 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 great and then uh you know i i think it's it's quite commendable what these governors like DeSantis and and abbott are doing uh you know they're these are illegal immigrants they're they're not quite uh safe in these uh you know these dangerous conservative states of of Florida, of Texas, where they could be caught and deported at at any moment. You you know, I I think they're doing them a real solid by sending them to these uh, sanctuary cities. Wouldn't you agree? That is that is very true. I just I just wanted to break down the timeline real quick. I believe the news broke on the the 14th or the 15th of DeSantis sending these these immigrants up there. To be specific, I, I read an article from the Daily Wire on the the 15th that they were being shipped up there. And the next morning, the immigrants had already been bussed out and had been reported on. Um, well, so within I, 24-hour turnaround period of them getting there and being evicted, being deported, if you will. But did you see that? Uh, I think it's funny you bring up the the next morning because uh, have you seen what's going on now with that? Uh, you know, September 15th. That's like on the the that's the that's the edge of the two-week cycle. People are forgetting about <laughs> that. People are already starting to think of uh, the next big thing, but. Uh, now, what, what brings this into uh, further relevancy is that, uh, I guess recently, so as of like maybe a few, a few days ago, um, DeSantis is now being handed this class action lawsuit uh, by, uh, I, I, the, the media is running with the story that uh, DeSantis is being sued by these heroic migrants that he uh, captured, kidnapped, if you will, against their will. You know, I really think it's heroic that a group of illegal immigrants who have no familiarity with American or the American law system have figured out on their own how to how how to sue a governor. Did you? Th- I, I think it's quite incredible. It shows the the sort of uh, uh, ingenuity of some of these people. The that indomitable they, human spirit. They are able to you know uh, figure out these systems of, and how they're able to work. Uh, but of course, you know. Um, they're being helped just a little bit, just a tiny, teensy, weensy little bit, by uh, this uh, nonprofit organization, uh, the uh, Lawyers for Civil Rights. Ironically enough, <laughs> um, and so they are basically alleging that DeSantis, uh, and they they're saying that he lured, he lured them. <laughs> he he put a little bit of a uh, probably that Martha's Vineyard grape on a stick, uh, and then lured them into the plains um, where they were. Uh, unfortunately flown to uh, Martha's Vineyard under false pretenses, which I completely agree with. I mean, I would think that uh, if these uh, undocumented migrants, these uh, political prisoners, these refugees, these asylum seekers uh, were flown to this uh, refuge of of, uh, white suburban you know, wine mom liberals, that they would be welcomed in open arms. Uh, that, that would be my pretense. And the fact that, you know, like you said, they were, they were bussed out by the National Guard the following day seems to me that they were indeed false pretenses. And, you know, looking back on all of this, maybe it's not that big of a deal that they were shipped out because thinking about the, the type of people, the, the quality of woman that lives in Martha's Vineyard, maybe, 
maybe it's not the end of the world. Maybe it's not the best place for them to be. But no, I mean, there he's uh, DeSantis is uh, being sued. Uh, I think that's still ongoing. So we're probably going to see more of that in the uh, uh, next couple of days. But I think this whole thing sort of highlights the whole uh, the 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 not in my backyard mindset that um, you know a lot of these same people uh, they seem to have when it comes to uh, these uh, contemporary social policies. You're listening to Elephants in the Room on 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Um, I'm talking here with Joe. Uh, so, Joe, tell me, what, what else is going on in Hillsdale right now? Well, uh, in, in Hillsdale, sort of in, in local news, I hear, uh, I hear a whisper on the street, a little birdie telling me that um, the many uh, studious students here are rejoicing in the challenge and they are uh, gearing up for this uh, homecoming week coming up. And uh, with that, sort of the... Um, the magnum opus of that week being uh, the competition that is uh, the mock rock. Uh, now I'm I am unfortunately uh, so busy with uh, with many things uh, that you know I, I I had to unfortunately put my knee down and I had to say not this year to the many people screaming begging to me Joe please please be in mock rock please they said and I said no I'm sorry and I turned around with a tear in my cheek and walked away so I. I'm not quite familiar with the mock rock, but you know, I, I a little something. There's a rumor going around, Kendall, that that you might have some uh, familiar background, some uh, some insight into uh, the happenings that are going on with this. Yeah, I I can't deny that I do. I do consider myself a dancer somewhat. Um, so yes, I will be I will be participating in mock rock this week as well as the as well as the rest of the the homecoming activities. Uh, for our listeners who may not know how Homecoming Week works at, at Hillsdale. God bless you. <laughs> we assemble ourselves into, um, I think, our, what are supposed to be small teams, mostly by dorm or fraternal association, um, where we compete in, in activities throughout the week, like Minute to Win It or Trivia. And yeah, as Joe said, the, the magnum opus at the end of the week is the, the big dance competition, the flash mob even where the teams compete to, to win the most points. You know, I think I'd be competing if we had a bit of a, a, a you know, I would I would pitch another competition to this uh, you know, homecoming uh, week of festivities. Uh, I was thinking more on the lines of like a Fortnite build battle. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, I could probably bring my uh, my A game. Uh, I could... I could uh, crank some 90s. Crank some 90s on the noobs, as they say, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and I would, I would, you know, I as a as an avid uh, builder pro player um, would be able to represent uh, my, uh, as you say, uh, relative sense small group of dorms or individuals uh, <laughs> who needed my Fortnite expertise. But unfortunately, that that does not appear to be one of the festivities. Not, no, it does uh, not seem that Hillsdale no. is currently hip enough for that. Now, SAB if, has yet to return any of my like thirteen letters. <laughs> if you were, if let's say there was a, a Fortnite build off. As part of Homecoming Week, which which team would you com- be competing with, Joe? Well, first of all, I don't think I'd call it a Fortnite build off. <laughs> I, I, but no, I think um, I, I think that I uh, I'd be competing with uh, the um, uh, what what team are the uh, wonderful ladies at at uh, Kappa competing on? I think that they would need some Fortnite expertise. <laughs> Uh, would you happen to know? Because I, I I would imagine that they might be too small to be fielding their own Fortnite fest, <laughs> their own uh, <laughs> mock rock Fortnite festivity team. So, uh, you know, are, aren't they a part of this uh, this Greek Life Coalition that well, I hear is joint? It's interesting on? that you bring that up. Um, my fraternity, in fact, Delta Tau Delta, proposed to the say the other Greek houses that hey guys, 
It's embarrassing that we lose every year. Why don't we, why don't we make one big team and actually win? And at first, everyone was on board. The, the lovely ladies of Pi Beta Phi said, absolutely. The gentlemen of Sigma Chi and uh, what's the other one called? I, I think the, you could just probably <laughs> say like different sounding letters and, and <laughs> names and maybe few, a few numbers in there and they'd understand what you're talking about or pretend yeah. to like I do. <laughs> the great men of, of DSP all, all joined us. And we even had the, the ladies of Chi Omega on at one point. Uh, but when they found out that... ATO and Kappa were too good for us, that they wanted to go out on their own. The, they unfortunately left us. You still live in the dorms, don't you, Joe? Unfortunately, I do, yes. <laughs> so of your peers, what, what team are they competing on, Joe? So they're competing on, uh, uh, it's funny you bring up a coalition of the Greek life because uh, some of the smaller uh, residents have, have a, a coalition of their own. Um, they happen to be competing in the coalition known as uh, Wit Wat Way. Um, they are a fine group of individuals, actually the defending champions. And so, you know, there's there's a lot riding on it. Uh, I hear hopes are high. Talent is thought to be high as well. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, they're going to give it their all, and I will be uh, where I typically am and things like these and uh, on the sideline, you know, clapping and uh, – you know, if I'll, I'll be like Peter when they ask, uh, "Do you you know this man?" That's <laughs> Joe. Do you know of what way? No, I shall deny them thrice. <laughs> <laughs> Will you say say that your team Whitwat Way wins again? Will you partake in the in the victory uh, festivities? Oh, absolutely! I'm totally the guy who's going to be like if if uh, a bunch of my colleagues are say in a race and uh, they meet back somewhere, I will pretend to have run with them <laughs> and uh, you know be out of breath by simply watching them and I will uh, participate in uh, whatever celebration comes up. So, you know, you best believe that uh, uh, I am very particular with uh, where I pitch my identity to. So if, uh, if, if we happen to win, I'm a proud Whitwat Way member. If we happen to lose, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> it sounds like this, this whole week is a lot of work, Joe. What do the, what do the, team, what do the teams get out of it when they win? Is there some sort of award, some trophy. So it's funny that you asked that because, uh, yeah, we we did win last year, and the one thing that we did come home with is the uh, Homecoming Week trophy. Now this this temple of brass is uh, is is quite quite the 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 magnificent thing to look upon. Um, we actually have a bit of a tradition where we uh, take turns drinking uh, various liquids out of the out of the cup, the Homecoming cup. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully, the, I, I know many, many young boys in, in Whitwat Way uh, are hoping to continue that tradition this year. The tradition of, let, let's be clear, the tradition of drinking orange Kool-Aid out of the, out of the trophy. I, Joe stated that very ambiguously. Oh, I but. apologize. <laughs> I, I, I should probably state that more clearly. It was yes. pretty good, orange Kool-Aid, I, as long as you ignore the fact that this is a, like, two-decade-old trophy. Oh, yes, no, it's definitely not hygienic at all. Made for quite the Instagram post, I must say. You're listening to Elephants in the Room on 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Joe, I know we've been talking very locally at the moment and even just nationally, but what's there's some interesting stuff going on in the, in the world right now. Do you want to tell me about that? So, yeah, the uh, probably the most uh, interesting thing that uh, I've seen going on um, is the uh, election that just took place in Italy uh, for their uh, new prime minister. Um, I hear that the uh, election was swept by the uh, far-right candidate, uh, Giorgia uh, Maloney, I believe it's pronounced. 
Um, and uh, you are that, the Italian in the room, so I will I will let you take lead on that. I, I kind of wish you didn't say that because now there's actual <laughs> steak in me pronouncing it correctly. So yes, yes, uh, uh, Giorgia Meloni, as they say. You know, she's uh, drumming up quite the bit of controversy uh, because of her uh, radical stances on uh, certain principles. Uh, her the platform that she's running on uh, being that of God, country, and family, which we all know is. Uh, the slippery slope to all-out totalitarian fascism. It's she's basically Mussolini 2.0. If you guys were unaware, we have a we have a short clip of her talking here that just really reiterates that. Difenderemo la nostra identità. Difenderemo Dio, patria e famiglia. E fatevene una ragione. Oh man, that that just you know to me that that proves it. I think I think that she probably is. Uh, Definitely fascist. Uh, you know, you could probably I would, tell. I would have to agree. Yeah, I would have to I, agree with that. I, I don't understand a word of what she's saying, but it was probably something along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, very bad, very sad. Uh, we we love fascism. That's probably <laughs> if I had to if I had to put my Italian ear to it. Um, that's what I was able to dissect from that. <laughs> but uh, no, it's not just it's not just the sensible opinions of one uh, Kendall and Joe who are saying that this woman is fascist but the fact is that uh it seems to be the sentiment echoed by every single uh corporate media source that you know we can find uh right now we have a bit of a compilation for you just to show you what we mean Italy is poised to welcome its first far-right leader since Benito Mussolini. A far-right leader set to take the lead in Italy for the first time since Benito Mussolini. Her politics have com been compared to that of Mussolini. The first far-right leader since Mussolini. The first far-right leader since Benito Mussolini. First far-right leader since Mussolini. First far-right leader since Benito Mussolini. First far-right leader since Mussolini. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, first far-right leader, uh, no one, no one else has ever, ever been there as bad as she is since uh, one Benito Mussolini. In all fairness, I don't know that anyone has cared about Italy since, since the events of, of World War <laughs> Two. So that's 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 unfair. I mean, we got the we got the spaghetti. We got uh, <laughs> you know the the Mario from the the video game. Uh, you know, I, I think people have had their fair share of cares, as they say, <laughs> about Italy. But no, no, I think you're right from a political standpoint. Italy's kind of been on the sidelines about, uh, you know, this or that. But no, it is, since it is entirely possible that Mussolini is the only other Italian politician any of these people know. But if yes, if it were, if it were unclear, me and Joe were being uh, rather satirical. She gave a uh, brief speech after hearing that she she had won. Um, and I'm just going to read it to you, uh, not in Italian, because I'm from Ohio. Uh, so here it is. I can read it in Italian. Okay, let's <laughs> see it. Mamma mia, pot, pizzeria, cannoli, ravioli, uh, and the works. No, actually, <laughs> guys, guys, I'm sorry. That that was a joke. That's not actually what she said. Impeccable, impeccable. But no, here, here it is. She said, this is about what we're doing here today. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all these questions, because it defines us. Because it is our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy for those who would like us to no longer have an identity and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother. No. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. You know, I, I, I kind of disagree with her. I, I, do, I, I do think it's fine to be... Uh represented as a number. For example, the, the number that uh, represents me 
um, is uh, 13 uh, Fortnite wins. That's the number <laughs> I identify as. So, so uh, no, I, I, I completely disagree with this fascist rhetoric of not being represented by your Fortnite dubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... It's really absurd, Joe, that she would she would have the audacity to say that they they will defend God, country, and family. Just three absolutely absurd notions in in today's society. No, no, no. That's that's insane. You you know you can't you can't say that she's quite as bad as you know this fascist uh, that they're comparing her to this Mussolini type character. You know. You know, Joe. I just I just really think it's good that we see we finally see some women breaking the the fascist dictator glass ceiling. Oh, me too. I, I mean, you know, I I, uh, I hear I heard this radical statistic the other day. You know, did you, did you hear the fact that uh, uh, for every a hundred political prisoners that a fascist male dictator kills, a, a woman fascist dictator is only able to kill seventy seven. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. I mean, we look, gotta... you, you look up you look up dictator, right? You look up dictator. Who comes up? Hitler, Mao, Mussolini, you know what all of these guys have in common? Well, just that. They're they're all men. This is unacceptable. We need some more female representation. And you know what? I'm glad I'm glad Giorgia Mario Mussolini, whatever you want to call her, <laughs> is giving us that representation. You know, I I, I want to say a big old go you to the first female fascist <laughs> dictator of Italy. And with that, I think that's all we have for you this week. Again, this is Elephants in the Room on 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Um, we hope that you guys tune back in next week where we'll hopefully have a, a special guest with us or just even a mediocre guest I think I would be okay with yeah, as long I, as you I, are, Joe. I have a lot of uh, work to do because I need to make some friends and then <laughs> develop some sort of interpersonal relationship with them and then ask them if they want to be a part of this show that like all of three people will listen to. <laughs> so we'll be we'll be working hard this week. This has been Elephants in the Room. Yeah.